As you listen to God's servant, Tayo Ladajo, may the vision of the finish and of God's high calling for the church be further increased in your heart to inspire accurate lifestyle and orchestrate the outbreak of the Spirit of God in the earth. Be blessed in Jesus' name. You know, the only, there's only one thing that shows how, how much revelation you have. It is not the knowledge we display. It is the life we live. It's the quality of our lives. It's the quality of our lives. It's humility found in us. Fruit of righteousness. Is it found in us? Walking worthy of him unto all pleasing and being filled with every, and being fruitful in every good work. Praise God. It's only the fruit of righteousness that satisfy that we have the knowledge of God. Only the fruit of righteousness. When we bring forth the fruit of righteousness, it is because the knowledge of God is at work in us. And if the knowledge of God is at work in us, we will bring forth the fruit of righteousness. Amen. What shows that the knowledge of God is at work in us is not what we know. It's the purity of the life of Christ that is manifest in us. That is what shows that the knowledge of God is at work in us. Amen. Let's turn to Psalm 119. We'll read from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 119. I'll read from verse 1. 23 to 130. From verse 123, the Bible says, My eyes fail from seeking your salvation and your righteous word or your word of righteousness. Amen. When, when the scripture says, My eyes fail from seeking your salvation, it means that my, my eyes is worn out. Praise God. In seeking your salvation. Amen. And the word of your righteousness. You know what that simply tells us? That salvation, it's, salvation comes through the word of his righteousness. It is the word of his righteousness. By which salvation comes. By which our soul is redeemed. Amen. Our spirit is already redeemed at the cross. But our soul is being redeemed. Through the knowledge of his righteousness. The redemption of our soul brings us up to the spiritual stature of his righteousness. Amen. Spiritual stature of his righteousness is a spiritual state in which God's attributes becomes evident in our lives. Spiritual state or stature of his righteousness is a state in which what? God's attributes become evident in our lives. Amen. Then the Bible says, deal with your servant according to what? Your mercy. And teach me your what? Statutes. Deal with your servant according to what? Your mercy. Teach me your what? Your statutes. You know what the Bible is telling us? The Bible is telling us about the teaching or the learning of the statutes. You see, when the Bible talks about the law of God, we saw that last week. Sometimes the Bible will use the word, particularly in the Old Testament, the Bible will use the word commandments, the law of God. At another time, the Bible will use the word is precept. 
At another time, the Bible will use what is testimonies. This time around, the Bible is using the word the statutes. The statutes of God are his ordinances. The ordinances of God that cannot be revoked, that, can, that are irreversible. The ordinances of God, the, in other words, the standards of God. You know, the word of God, what the word of God does is that the word of God reveals to us the standard. It is not the society that reveals to us the standard. And when we start learning, they teach us values, what is accepted in the society. But when, as we start fostering relationship with God, we begin to acquire his statutes. His statutes, his statutes are like the constitutions of heaven. This is how human life is supposed to be measured. That's what the statutes of God reveal to us. The statutes of God shows us how human life is meant to be measured. How we're supposed to live. How we're supposed to be thinking. How we ought to behave. The beautiful thing about the wisdom of God that is revealed by his word is that the statute of God is given to us. Amen. Now the point is this. The Bible says, deal with me according to your mercy. That's why it says mercy. You see, mercy and, mercy and grace are interrelated. In other words, mercy and grace are virtually the same thing. But from, of course, if we're going to define it accurately, defining mercy and grace accurately, mercy and grace deal with the release of God's help. Praise God. It's the unmerited favor of God or God's act of benevolence through which his power, his life is communicated to enable man to do the will of God. Praise God. The God's benevolence is. And that's what mercy is. The only difference between grace and mercy is that mercy is a function of God's sovereignty. Why grace is activated by faith and obedience. Amen. So that's just the difference. So oftentimes in the Bible, you could actually use grace in place of mercy and use mercy in place of grace. Oftentimes, praise God. So, so that's what, so the Bible says, deal with me according to your mercy. Now, what the Bible is saying, if you're going to have grace, you're going to have this grace, you're going to have this mercy in abundant measure, go after his statute. Go after his statute. What are his standards? What are the standards of God? What is God's ordinances? Then when you have his ordinances, mercy will be measured to you. Praise God. Thank you for listening to this timely word of the Lord. 